Hello everyone, I am Brennan Sahajan and I tend bar at Washington State's best beer bar, the Manitou Tap House. I decided to make a podcast because the regular customers who come in are the most eclectic group of people I have ever met, and I want all of you to know the perspective and stories from the people from my bar. I have known my guest today since high school, when he would now and then show up wherever I was skateboarding. Honestly, I didn't like him much because he was annoying. Since then, he has changed into an incredible person on a journey to be a better man on a daily basis. Formerly a chef at the Manitou Tap House, and now working in the tap room for Whistlepunk Brewing, a good friend of mine, changing our society one day at a time. Welcome, Chris Harnett. Um, first, well, yeah, cheers again. Cheers. And yeah. thank you very much for being here. I mm-hmm. appreciate your time, and I want you to know that I that I know the time is valuable. So, Edward. Yeah. Um, are you picking up good? Talk, say something. Else. Hello, hello, hello. I'm gonna turn you up. Hello, hello. That is better. Awesome. There we go. All right. <coughs> I don't um, have any here. I don't have any headphones. So. No, it isn't. There's no headphones. We're All just right. having a conversation. Nice. So, first question is, who are you, and what led you to be that person? Oh my God. Yeah, that's why I just wanted to go over these a little bit. They're, oh yeah, they're yeah. heavy. All right. So, can I just start with my name? Ooh. Yeah. Go for yeah, it. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Smell that beer. All yeah. right. So, uh, I'm Chris Harnett. Uh, I'm 30. What did we establish? I'm 38. Yeah. I think is what we established. For a little while, it sounds like. Yeah, yeah. And what was the second part? What led me to be who I am? Well, you saying your name and your age is not who you are. So uh, let's, no. let's start digging a little. Oh, well, <clears throat> you know, I'm a beer tender right now. Mm-hmm. You know that. Uh, I was a chef for 20 plus years. Long time. You don't have to lean in it. It picks up, too. Yeah, it works out good. Uh, So let's see. I was a chef for 20 years, and now I've been a bartender for... I mean, I say bartender, but I'm not a bartender. I'm definitely just pour beers and make... Yeah, I know that's good, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, I just... It tastes like pineapple juice. uh, There's fruit in this beer. Uh, Yeah, this beer has fruit in it, so... Wow. uh, For people that don't know, we're drinking a fruit beer. From Great Notion. Um, yeah, this is a lactose beer. This has, what, peach, pineapple, mango, and passion fruit. Oh. Mm-hmm. What is it? Mob mm-hmm. Deep? What's it called? Steady Mobbin. Steady Mobbin. Yeah. Yeah. Like Little Wayne. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. So, let's see. When uh, when we were at Mead, God, did it start at Mead High School? I think it started at Mead High School. I started going to the Skill Center. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you ever did. You go to the skill center. I went to the skill center too. Did we go to the skill center together? No, because I was only there for my senior year for the okay. first semester. Unless you were there your junior year. I was there my junior year. First semester. Uh, well, either way, yeah. Around I was I was going there then. What class did you take? I took um, machine shop. Okay, yeah, yeah. See, I hated yeah. that class. Yeah, we were in the cooking class, oh. and it was like the best. Oh, with Chris Sawyer. Oh yeah. Oh, oh. yeah. 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 And like all we did was like get high and then go to Skill Center and cook food, dude. Yeah. Cook frozen burritos and <laughs> cookies and whatnot, and dude, it was great. Yeah. Uh, and then, dude, that chef, Chef Allen, dude, he's a beast. Hmm. Good man. Uh, he just like instilled this like I don't know like. Don't be a sissy, like, attitude. I don't know. Kind of like work hard. You know, I don't know. Work hard attitude. But going and doing that led me into working in the food industry, which, you know, led me down a hospitality. Yeah, no, it's good. Hospitality path for, what? Yeah, dude, 20 years. 20 years, I'm with you. I mean, I was working at Swag Hammers in 1996. God damn, dude, I haven't heard of that place a long time. Is that building still there? Yeah, the building's still there. It's right. like a China buffet. Cadillac's still on the still on the roof? No, actually, I uh-huh. was just talking to someone about it. It's called, what is it called? New Jack City or something like that? New Jack City, huh? Maybe. Maybe not that because that's a movie, but it's something <laughs> it's like that. It's a movie, though. I yeah. like that. But it's, it's something similar. It's, um, and this guy named Max, 
like runs it and it's like a blues bar or something or like a jazz blues bar or something okay but yeah no not like the Cadillac Club anymore okay. that, that place was something else uh, alright well keep going uh, okay so let's see alright let's see so besides being a chef a beer tender uh, parent a dad got two kids Two 13 year olds and they're uh, you have two 13 year olds, they're twins. Nope, nope, uh, sort of. That's a different podcast, but they have different moms and they're five months apart, which is cool. But I, I actually know another person that has a very similar story. Yep, <laughs> whoops. Well, no, it works out because I've like, yeah, they're both in my life, they're great, it's mm-hmm. wonderful. Um, one mom is great, one mom is a POS, so mm-hmm. you know, bummer. That's life. It happens. Uh, you know, kids are cool. They're great. Super awesome kids. Four point, well, okay, I guess one of them has a 4.0. One of them has like a 3.9. And the oh. other one gives her shit about it. She's like, you don't have a 4.0. You have a 3.9. And I'm just like, okay, let it go. Drop it. <laughs> Stop fighting with each other. Wow. Uh, so, yeah, that's cool. Uh, let's see. Do you beer fishing auto? Uh, dude, I run, I smoked cigarettes for 20 years, quit smoking cigarettes, started running, that's always fun stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. How did you get into beer so much? Like, what, what led you to that? Uh, just I mean, being in the industry and having it being around and then... No, like, okay, so, <clears throat> I started, like, you know, you start, like, drinking... I feel like it was it was when like Bud Light prices started going up. So Bud Light prices started going up, mm-hmm. and like you know you used to be able to get like a twelve pack or whatever for X amount of dollars. Well, then it was like five bucks more expensive, and I was like, okay, I'm done with this. So I started drinking like High Life, mm-hmm. uh, PBR all the time, and somehow I feel like I met somebody, and they were like, you should try this, and. I feel like a lot of things in my... Did they do to a craft craft beer? Pretty much. What was it? So... Fat um, tire? No, no, no. Oh. Le Fin du Monde, actually. (laughs) Weird, right? You drink a PBR, next step is Le Fin du Monde. (laughs) Right, yeah. That's that's like a huge... That's a huge jump. So I feel like it was... It's super sweet. Like 9.5%. I feel like it was when... I I started working at uh, at Sante with Jeremy Hansen Mm -hmm. and those guys. And... Uh, man, I'd say some of them are pretty pretentious. There's a, there's an upscale kind of an attitude. Most so, definitely. I mean, but everybody drank PBR there. You know, we all smoked cigarettes. We all drank PBR, drank High Life. But that's what you do when you're a chef. Exactly. <clears throat> but there was an elevated aspect to it where, like, the beer that they carried there wasn't PBR. So, uh, at the end of like cleaning shifts and or not cleaning shifts, but at the end of like there were certain days that I would work that would be like uh, just a lunch shift or whatnot. So you'd work like seven in the morning till two in the afternoon. And while we were cleaning up the kitchen, like it was cool, you know, as long as you're responsible and not a dumbass, like you can have a beer, like yeah, not not a problem. So we started drinking, uh, fuck dude, like Grand Teton, uh, what is that? Uh, like Bitch Creek? You remember that beer? Oh, Bitch of course, Creek? The Brown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that what it is? Bitch Creek Brown? Yeah, it's a good beer. Um, <clears throat> I actually really liked it. Like beer. a few other ones, but like the ones that I really liked was like Le Fin du Monde. Um, and then that slowly worked into like other uh, Unique Brow beers, like Trace Pist- I I don't know. I, I don't know why I like those beers so much, but. Because they're amazing. They are so good. Trois Pistoles. Oh how gosh. do you go from how do you go from drinking really shit beer to drinking like high quality like Belgian Belgian, <laughs> Belgian beer like world class Belgian beer like it, it's kind of strange. Well, I think it's, it, it's a completely different drink. I mean, mm-hmm, maybe that's mm-hmm. why you're just like, oh my gosh, this is beer. This well, this is so different. And I love the fact that like you could buy, I could buy like a seven fifty. I, I I'm trying to think if they came in twenty twos or they were a big bottle. I think seven fifty. Was it a seven fifty? Probably huge bottle. Because it's for, Canada. Yeah, 10, 10, 11, 12 bucks. And I mean, like, that one bottle, like, I would get... Because there's a lot of alcohol. In yeah, it's like 9.5%. Yeah. Well, the yeah. is. I'd get pretty toasty off that one bottle. 
So I drink one bottle of Lafina Mon and I'm just like, oh, I'm good. Like, <laughs> cool. I'm good. I didn't, oh, yeah. I didn't have to pee that much. It was great. Didn't have to drink like, you know, 20 PBRs or whatnot. So, yeah. Uh, I feel like that's what started mm. it. And then I just kind of like, you know, like that's when you like venture out now into the grocery stores. You're like, oh, cool. Like, I'm going to try these and try these. Like, you know. Yeah, but now you're trading across the nation and yeah. stuff. It's, it's wild. And yeah. You drink a lot of hard to get beers. and So the beer that started that was a three-way IPA two years ago from Fort George. Uh, Great Notion and Rubens Brews. Gotcha. I don't know if you remember that beer. No, but I imagine that it was amazing. Okay, so no, they no, were really no, no. good. The not first last year. Of times. Not last year. Not the year before that. It was the year before okay. that. Yeah. So last year's was kind of like meh. It was okay. They I did agree. like this this series well, where I it was think like even the year before was. Oh no, fine. that was that was wonderful. That was a great beer. That was Holy Mountain and and uh, Modern Times. Oh. Uh, that was just like a beer where you could just chug it and chug it and chug it and chug it. And I, and I think it was like so under the radar because people were like, oh, yeah, this is good. But I drank so much of that beer. Hmm. Like, I mean, if I saw it, it was like in my fridge and I'm just like, cool, drink this, drink this. And it never got old. It never got bad. Like, And I think that's like underrated value Yeah. about beer. I do not remember the Rubens Great Notion, though. Dear oh, my Lord, God. What an awesome uh, combination. It was so good. And like... I bought so much of it, and every time I saw it, I'm just like, I must, must have, like, must have. I was drinking it like nobody's business, and then that just led me to like, like untapped, and then you know the app untapped. Oh yeah. And so then I'm like, okay, well, like, what are the best breweries in the country? And so then I'm like looking up the best breweries in the country, and then from there, I'm like, all right, well, how do I get this beer? Yeah. And so people were like, oh, we got to like trade beers. And I'm just like, all right. So like, I just kind of like figured it out and jumped into it. Started, you know, like I remember my first, dude, my first beer trade was probably like, yeah, it was pretty lame. I didn't get that good of stuff, but it was all right. Like I got some stuff from like Night Shift, a brewing, a brewer, they're in uh But you got stuff that you can't get here. That's like the whole point. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, absolutely. So. That's yeah. awesome. It's a, uh, it's been, now I just have like a few solid people that send me like really cool stuff. Yeah. Um, I've, dude, the beer, uh, dude, the beer world is just ridiculous. Well, I know. It's crazy. It, there's just never ending. There's Portland just, there's always good beer. There's yeah. just, there's always good beer. There's always bad beer. <laughs> so when you have FOMO about beer, you got problems. So... Is that what you have? Oh God, no! FOMO no, 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 no. Oh. not even a little bit. <laughs> like I'll, I'll, I can pass on some beer and be totally fine with it. I'll have beer sitting in my fridge, and I'm just like, man, I should drink that. I should drink that. I should drink that. I should drink that. And then at some point, you're just like, you gotta, you gotta drink it. Oh, dude, I'm with you. Yeah, I, I have I, right now in my beer fridge. I'm just like, how long have I been sitting on these? Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. and the stuff I'm aging. I got a Brux on my fridge. It's like Brux. I'll, I'll go I'll grab it. That. It's like five years old. I'm like, oh yeah. I just gotta, I just gotta drink it. What's the point? Yeah, you gotta pull the trigger on that. What is worth dying for? And does any cause hold enough weight to do so? Jesus, these are deep. I told oh you. Yeah, no, that's why I wanted to uh, go. Okay, what is worth dying for? And does any cause hold weight enough to, to do that to die? Or what? does anything like what do you what do you think? Uh. Okay, I mean, I, I know. I'm getting some uh, cinnamon out of there. Oh yeah, it's a it's a it's a pie. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna go off about how good these beers are that we're drinking <laughs> too. Uh, okay, so obviously as a parent, I would definitely feel like my kids are worth dying for. I know, I, I, I know, I told you, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh damn! I just drooled. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, okay, oh. my kids are definitely. Kids are definitely worth dying for. Like your kids. Like you, as a parent, you just would do that. Um, mm-hmm. I know. And, uh, I, and I've said it in other podcasts too. It's like, that's kind of, for a parent, that's sort of an obligatory thing that you have to say. I mean, I just, I... I but I, it's, I mean, it's true. Like, I love them absolutely. more than anybody I, else. Like I, I, Yeah, I mean, I feel like that's... Uh, 
well, especially in light of like things that have happened like this week, it's just like uh, you know the whole like Kobe Bryant oh, Kobe thing. Kobe Bryant, yeah. Um, no doubt. I mean, just it's horrible. It's horrible. And then you think of like, okay, like what would you do in these situations? It's just like, well, I'm like fuck. I mean, you just like hold your kids, or you know, like if you could take that away, like put yourself in that situation. Um, but I mean, there's definitely been, you know. There's there's always like small instances where you do things where it's like okay like you'll take that heat instead of you know your kid, and mm-hmm. I mean I just I, f- I feel like naturally, hopefully you know hopefully it would <laughs> yeah come forth if like if if it had to be that way like where you know it's like you or your child yeah right. uh, they had a life to live I'll yeah throw myself in front of the bus oh, oh god yeah yeah absolutely absolutely mm-hmm. like. Um, like a cause, um, man, that's a, that's difficult, cause I'm not, like, I'm not a very religious person, mm-hmm. so like religion for me is kind of, I mean, uh, I mean I suppose so, like, like proper m- like morality or prop, is that is that is that good? Sure. I mean, I suppose if the situation arose where it was something, like, very sinister against, like, good morals, and I had to, like, I don't know, throw myself into this situation, you know, if it happens, like, it happens. But you don't think that something exists right now that you feel that? I mean, um, no. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, not not where I'm just gonna be like cool. Like I'm like laying, I'm laying my hand down, or I'm laying my my, my whole life on the line for this beer. Like no, like well. definitely not. <laughs> I'm just saying, other people do stranger shit. You know. Yeah, that's true. Um, that is true. But I mean, I, I I'm a like, I'm not I'm not a religious person. So faith to me is. Uh, in, interpretive, interpretive, um, where like I mean I'm all, I almost envy people who have like found God, um, because that's just like cool like that oh, wow like here here you go here's your purpose, you know, um, I try to I, I try to teach myself and like the kids to, you know if you want to go down this path and if you find God, Jesus, whatever, and that brings you up morally, and you have you know find faith in these things w- worth you know pursuing that avenue. Like, go for it, do that. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't strike me that way. I just try to have morally sound opinions in, in, in a good way. You know, yeah. good good morals. Just have good morals. <clears throat> Don't be a dick. You know, yeah. wash your butt. Like, yep. Simple shit like that. Get yeah. through life, you know, because like that, it's gone. Yeah. You know. I know. It's a trip. It's been a crazy week. Yeah. Yeah. What a weird yeah. thing. Um. I don't know who else was. I mean, there was other players too, right? But I don't know. They didn't release uh, I mean, any of so, the names. No, so they did. So, okay, so basically it was Kobe, his 13-year-old daughter, uh, which, I mean, it hits. My kids are 13. So it's like, uh, I mean, dude, I just like, I can't even imagine that. And then you had a a baseball coach, his wife, his daughter, um, another mom and daughter, uh... Um, another lady, and then the pilot. Um, so it was like, it, you know, it was like Kobe and his daughter, and then her two friends that she played basketball with. Just a, just just a horrible situation. And I mean, it's crazy because, you know, people go off about like, oh, well, you know, why are you are you flying hell? You know, yeah. There's a lot of stuff. Sure. But, I mean, you think about it. How many car accidents are there a day? Right. You know, everywhere, it, dude. Yeah. It just it just happens. It's it's tragic, 
So, I mean, I guess, like, you know, if there's, like... I would say, yes, there's a lot worth dying for. Um, I mean, I'm not going to go out and, like, martyr myself or anything or be a suicide bomber for something that's, like, driving me, you know? I'm just a little piece trying not to be an asshole in this whole big thing. Hmm. Trying to drink and share a good beer with people and spread positivity. Yeah, I, I think that that's awesome. <laughs> Cheers. And this is really good. Yeah, yeah, I told you. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, it smells like pie. It tastes like, yeah. It's it, it's really it, amazing. Yeah, this is a good one. Uh, where does your inspiration come from? <clears throat> oh, man. Uh, I mean, I suppose all the fuck-ups. Really? Probably, yeah. Just learning from mistakes. Pretty much. Well, yeah. Well, that's an interesting... Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. Um, what about before you made mistakes? What was pushing you? I mean, I would say before... I mean, I would say before I made mistakes, it's just like, okay, cool, uh... Let's just do this. Let's just try this. I mean, lots of things are interesting. I would say, you know, now in life where where I'm at, it's definitely like, uh, try to be better than you were yesterday. I mean, that's a, you know, that's a, that's a, that's a cheesy line, but it's like, it's very true. And I mean, don't. I, you know, learn like learn from all the mistakes that you make in life, and I mean, I don't know about you, but I've made plenty of them. So, <laughs> oh yeah. Mhm. Um. So, I mean, I guess when I was a kid, it was just like do whatever you want to do, like just you know find things that are interesting and do those things. And well, there's got to be more of your inspiration than just mistakes. Like, something has to inspire you. Uh, I mean... Like, why did you want to... Why did you want to make good food? Why did you want to... I mean... Was it just... Was it money? Was it, like... No, I mean, so, like, I wanted to, like... I wanted to make food initially so I could, like, smoke pot. I mean, so a lot of it was just, like, self-interest. Like, I really just want to smoke pot. Hmm. And so I'm like, cool... I could learn how to make food at the same time. And then it just kind of turned into something that like I was good at. Mm. So I just like kept doing it. Uh, and then, I mean, uh, I guess, you know, like inspiration comes from, you know, all different places. So I guess, you know, at, at, at the beginning, it's like I didn't have inspiration. And then, you know, I meet this chef and then he's inspiring. So like continue on this path. You know, so Chef Allen, like, at the Skill Center, like, he was a good person. Like, you know, he instills these, like, lifelong, um, you know, skills in you that, like, you just carry with you kind of ever. Just, like, he's a person that stuck with me. Um, crazy enough, like, Jeremy Hansen, like, and the people at Sante, like, uh, those guys, they got me into, you know, they, like, kind of boosted my passion for cooking again after, you know, 10 years of just kind of staying flatline, um, you know, and then you kind of get into doing new things and trying new stuff and like those guys kind of boosted it. So I mean, it just kind of like, it just comes and goes, um, you know, and then, uh, uh, like being in, like now being in the beer world, it's like, uh, I like, the inspiration it's like everywhere anybody that's doing good things I'm like cool you guys are inspiring like I like this I want to pass this on and see if like you know we at our brewery can do something similar to this are you helping in the brewing process at all sometimes it's been a while well I guess we just brewed a beer with uh uh humble abode uh have you been there yet oh yeah yeah good stuff very good stuff yeah we just did a hazy IPA with those guys um let's see with Strata and Bravo hops I mm. we've never used Bravo hops so they're kind of an older hop mm. um they smelled wonderful 
should be a good beer. I'm pretty excited for it. Uh, I, I think Matt has an, a knack for IPAs. Like oh, yeah. He really makes great IPAs. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's good. Yeah. Yep. <clears throat> and I mean, like, uh, yeah, so it's just like kind of like um, working with Matt, it's like we, I'm like, here, try this beer, try this beer, try this beer. Um, and like, it's like this stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'm just kind of like fine tunes, you know. You process like okay like I can try this or I can try this and I don't know there's so much beer we just want to make pilsners all the time <laughs> which are good I almost brought a pilsner and then I was like you know what I'm gonna save the pilsner <laughs> bring, a, bring a blueberry pie <clears throat> damn uh, so I don't know there's inspiration from I guess a lot it just you know just kind of go comes and goes comes and goes comes and goes uh, kids are huge, you know. Yeah. Previous, yeah, previous fuck ups. It's like that's a big one. Wow, it's a big one for me. Like learning from your mistakes. <clears throat> so, I, I mean, if I'm honest, that probably is like my daily inspiration. Right. Yeah. Like you're saying, just yeah. Do better than I did yesterday. Yeah. Um. You know, that's all we have is this 24-hour section of time to live our life, so. I know, I mean, it, it just, like, I, nobody's ever asked me that, so I'm like, it, I'm like, it sounds corny, but this is, like, pretty much what it is, Yeah. you know? And I mean, uh, you know, being a smoker for 20 years and then completely, like, kicking that aspect, like, out, uh, is huge you know once I did that I'm like well shit I could pretty much change anything now you know if you can if you can uh, kick a 20 plus year habit daily like hourly habit yeah I don't see why you can't do anything so amen and I always I mean I always tell that to people I'm just like look if you want to quit doing this quit doing this you just you have to do it you have to like find the avenues to do it and Make it happen. Have you run a marathon? Yeah, two. You ran two? Two. Oh. And a bunch of half marathons. Oh, jeez. So, yeah. Last year was the first year that I didn't run a half marathon in four years. Wow. So, I ran Bloomsday horribly. Hmm. Yeah, it was bad. Yeah. I just kind of, like, let it go for a minute. I can get back into it, though. I've got some people that are like, let's get running going again, so... Yeah. Wow. I miss that. Races are fun. Running's fun. I know. God, I, w- I really need to stop being lazy. I need to just get going again. <laughs> it happens, man. I'm, I'm not getting any younger. Uh, 40 years old today. I know, yeah. Happy birthday. Uh, I, once I started at, uh, at, at Whistlepunk, it's just funny because, like, you know, you go from working 60 to 70 hours a week in a kitchen. Now I work 30 to 30. I mean, I, I think there's been like one week where I worked 40 hours. Actually, maybe I've gotten 41 hours. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, it's like you work part time. And I just did my taxes in. I was like, all right. Yeah. yeah doing all right. Yeah. Doing all right part time. I, I deserve a little bit of this laziness. <laughs> you know? Um, but. I definitely, dude. I mean, this this guy right here. Oh, me too. Um, it's uh. Yeah, I'm a little embarrassed. Oh, it's fine, dude. I'm working on I'm working off last year's uh, beer belly, so. Yeah. It's a thing. All right. So I mean, yeah. Daily inspiration. Definitely previous fuck ups. Yeah. Yep. Getting rid of the beer gut. Yeah, you know, I I don't mind the beer gut so much. <laughs> um. But man, dude, I went out for a run yesterday. That was tough. Yeah. That was, that was tough. Lungs yeah, the first... Uh, was it your lungs more than anything? Was it what? Your lungs more than anything? Uh, I mean, not... Just my breathing pattern is off. Um, <clears throat> I mean... I, I mean, shoot, I used to... I mean, Friday night for me, for a while, let's see, before I started the Tap House, uh, when I was at uh, Rock Shitty... 
um, it was like I would get off work there and I'm just like cool I'm gonna go for a run and so I'd like go and run anywhere from like 6 to 12 miles mm. people would be like oh my god dude you're just running this whole time and I'm like yeah yeah you know just wow. went up, I went to the park and went around the park and then through the park and then back around the park and then came back here you know uh, but it was like oh man the breathing used to just be easy you just throw on some tunes and then for a while I didn't even listen to music so yeah I like to run without music. Uh, I gotta get my breathing in order. When I get my breathing back in order, I'll I'll take the tunes out again. Mm-hmm. But right now, I'm definitely just like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I gotta, I just gotta get it on lockdown. So. Yeah. <clears throat> well, next question. Oh man. Do you feel in control of your life? And, um, oh, and. what holds you down? Okay. Well, yeah, of course. Okay. Yeah, I feel in control of my life. You do? Uh, well, That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. I mean, uh, I don't have anything really like super crazy bogging me down. I mean, if I wanted to get up and go do whatever it is I wanted to do, I could do that. Hmm. So, I mean, I've got my kids. My kids definitely keep me solid and grounded. What was the second part of it? What, uh... What holds you down? Hmm. Gravity. <laughs> Gravity's a motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, it, it is. I mean... Uh... <laughs> Let's see. <clears throat> uh, I guess... You think Kobe Bryant felt in control of his life? Oh, yeah. Probably for the first time in a long time. Well, I mean, he's but been... But then you realize, oh, wait, I'm not in control of my life. Mm. Something else is. I mean, that's... I mean, if you look at it that way, but I mean, he, you know... He he he, he made all the controlling choices, like, get up and do all these things that day. Yeah. And then it was just, you know, circumstance. Like, it was just his, his time whatever I mean who knows you know there's a bazillion circumstance yeah I mean I, you know you're you're in control of your life until your card is pulled you know I mean I feel like you should I think that you should feel like you're in control of your life and not like be like okay well I only have so much amount of time or you know I have to do all of this, all of this, all of this before this certain age or whatnot. I mean, mm-hmm. just live positively. Do the best that you can today. Be, you know, better than yesterday, you know. I think that is an amazing mental capacity, but um, I don't think that the majority of people think that way. Mm. I, I, I mean, definitely... I'm learning that, um, well, I don't, I, I, I phrase this question in, in a particular way just to make it, you know, you could answer it. Oh yeah, it's very want. general. But, um, I, <clears throat> I definitely, I, I think that I, for the most part, I'm not in control of anything except for just what is happening right here with me. And, um. I only can I only can control the choices that I make and how I come across to other people. Everything else I feel like is completely out of control. But that's your life though, right? Yeah. I mean, you could attach all these other things to your life, but you still have control of yourself daily and you make all these choices to get up, to not get up, to lay in bed, to do whatever... Be lazy, not be lazy, go run 10 miles, go to work, fucking yeah. be a deadbeat. Um, yeah. You know, do all those things. Like, it, it, that's all brain conscious choices. Yeah. Um, I mean, some weird, you know, or sometimes there's like medical circumstances where people aren't in control of their lives. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, but for someone like me, pretty healthy, 
almost 40 year old person like I feel like I'm very much in control of my life it's awesome not bogged down by <coughs> I don't know a lot of thoughts I feel like religion is such a big aspect of that people might not say they're in control of, you know God is in control of my life or mm-hmm. something along those lines I'm not I'm, I don't I don't go that road yeah you know I just try to live like well, a morally sound well even even like what I hear very often is that um, like finances and the economy controls your life and um, I mean I I'm very grateful that I don't I don't have that many financial concerns like yeah. I'm you know I'm in a, I'm in a good spot Oh yeah, but I can't imagine that. Oh yeah, I mean, if you would ask me this question like ten years ago, mm-hmm. I mean, oh my god, I would have hated everything. Yeah. Because I would have been working, you know, sixty-five hours a week, Barely paycheck to paycheck yeah. to paycheck to paycheck, like. And it's so funny because I look at that now, and, gosh, what did somebody say to me the other day? Uh, they were like, I was telling them, I was like, oh hey, your tax forms are ready. Just like I just I noticed. When I was looking online, yeah, my tax form is in our you know e spot. So I was like, if you want to do taxes, go for it. And they were like, oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna wait until I'm wait until I really need that money. And I was just like, damn, dude, like, I love it because like I used to be there, and now it's like I can do my taxes now, or I could do it next year. Yeah. It's just like it's yeah, it's, it's not, nice. Not a deciding um, thing that's gonna make or break anything yeah. for me. Yeah. But I mean that's all part of uh you know, that's all part of the questions. It's just like living and learning and like growing from the person that you were before to now and you know, mm-hmm. learning from mistakes and like just grow and grow and grow and grow and uh I mean I've known plenty of people that have gone down the other path, so how can I that is a great outlook. Yeah. Um, all right. What have you done that is truly wrong? What have you done for me lately? What have I done that's <laughs> what have truly you done that wrong? What truly wrong and can something be truly wrong? Um, yeah, yeah, it's another... God, man, these are so deep. Mm-hmm. Um, well, of course, yeah, definitely things can be truly wrong you do think so um uh yeah i What's feel the like deciding factor of what is truly wrong mm-hmm. um things that are i mean i, I feel like things things that are selfish in a in a in a i mean i can't say uh, you know in a bad way but who says they're bad or whatnot mm-hmm. i mean Killing somebody for no reason, you know, like murder, like just murdering somebody like mm-hmm. that. I feel like that is truly wrong. Um, so, <clears throat> I mean, have I done something along those lines? No. Uh, I would okay. If it's truly, if it's truly wrong, you will know it within yourself. Like I, I feel like you know. Truth to other people can mean certain things, but truth to yourself is more important. So if you've done something that goes against how you feel about being true to yourself, then yes, you've done something that is truly wrong. Hmm. And so, yeah. Well, what, like, about, what about, I mean... Like a specific I'm thing? Playing, I'm just playing devil's advocate oh yeah because you have to but what about uh, let's say Ted Kaczynski yeah yeah, he was yeah just sending mail to people that they Mm -hmm. opened it up and they Mm -hmm. blew up Mm -hmm. and he believed wholeheartedly that what he was doing was not wrong I mean how do you like as a as a I don't know the guy's a genius too he's like super smart and like thought through everything oh yeah and that's the thing it's like how how do you know that you're gonna blow somebody up or your intention is to blow somebody up and I mean that's where it gets difficult because it's the same thing where why was he not thinking that what he was doing was wrong he thought that he was like 
purifying the world or whatever. Well, that, and, and I mean, that goes along, that, that's a, a mirror of what like suicide bombers do in religion and whatnot. I mean, they think what they're doing is absolute greatness. Like they're going down like in the name of the Lord, like yeah. in, in good graces. And it's just like, uh, or what about soldiers on a mission? Uh, touche, yeah, <laughs> and, and I mean, yeah, it's it's a tough one. Like a soldier that say kills somebody who is the enemy, but does it in a wrong fashion, and so now there. That means, I think pulling the trigger mm-hmm. might be the wrong fashion. I mean, but that's my personal belief. It's a tough one. I've definitely like I've done things to me that are truly wrong. Mm-hmm. Um. And I mean, I'm not saying that it's like, um, I had this conversation with somebody the other day and it sparked because of the whole Kobe thing, mm-hmm. uh, where, you know, they put up something that was just like, oh, rest, I, I'm sure I know what you're going to say. Rest in peace, rapist. Yeah. You know, Gosh. and I'm just, and, and to me, <clears throat> um, I, I, I told this person, I was just like, look, I've been in a situation where it's me and one other person. And if you, and criminal shit went down. If you look at paper, okay, at the things that I was accused of and that I admitted to, it makes me look like a complete fucking piece of shit. Yeah. Um, but if you go and we're actually there and a part of this thing or listen to me and and my explanation of how everything occurred like maybe you won't think I'm a piece of shit and maybe you'd be like wow like kind of eye opening yeah. and so i mean it, it, and it, and then it goes beyond it goes beyond that it's like how you live your life after the fact after sure. all these things happen like exactly. what do you do why is so, there no forgiveness or redemption exactly so, and that's the strange thing because for how not religious I am, I mean, I guess since I just have like good morals, uh, I try to forgive. Sure. And because of certain situations that have happened in my life and certain things that I've done because of those situations and the person that I am now, mm-hmm. I'm a firm believer in like second chances um, and, you know, people can actually change because you can't. Like, yeah, I mean, you it's possible. I, I'm, I'm I, living I'm proof. Living proof. You're yeah. living proof. Yeah. So, for people that are just like, ah, oh, you know, Kobe, ah, dude, he, he's a rapist. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, especially since like, there wasn't even like, like, it was settled out of court. Like, not like, I mean, even there was if definitely we just look at everything legal that happened. He, it was he did not want to get into a situation that just tarnished his. He's like, you know what? There's a lot of there's a lot of just speculation. Yeah. There's so much speculation. There's a little bit for this side. There's a little bit for this side, and I'm just like, that pisses me off. Yeah. He's just like, hey, let's see how many people we can piss off today. I'm like, I'm one of them. Yeah. That pisses me off, um, because you know the accomplishments that this person has done since that far outweigh whatever this cloud is. Yeah. Like in my opinion, yeah. and hopefully in a lot of other people's opinions, um, and so like, uh, I mean, you know, from that aspect to truly, it's it's like I, I don't know, like truly is such an internal kind of a thing for me. Yeah, I mean, who you know. Dude, especially nowadays, fucking, what what is the truth now? Who who even knows? Exactly. Well, that's, I mean, that's why I'm asking this question. (laughs) Because, I don't know. I mean, who who can really say? We, like, our our great-grandparents' generation, they they believe that they were truly seeing true wrong, like, unfold in front of them. And probably so. Oh, yeah. Mass murders and genocide and tyrannical people just destroy you know, like destruction like oh, yeah. that's easy and yeah but now everything is so convoluted we don't even know who's on what side it's and, so ridiculous yeah it's like so what what is what is right and wrong in our world i don't know on an individual basis sure i have i do have like 
you know, my my religious indro- indoctrination that has has brought me to believe certain ways of thinking. Mm-hmm. But I I mean, what what is truth? Yeah, it's it, truth is interpret. It's all interpretation. Yeah, exactly. So. Yeah. Um, and then I, mean, I know you, I just I, I just want to ask challenging questions. No, it's a good one. But do you have any? I mean, do you have like a story that you feel that is not an incriminating story <sighs> that you feel like you've done something that is really wrong and you regret it? Uh, let's see. Uh, I mean, <clears throat> not really like anything. I mean that's it's, it's a lot of just personal stuff. Yeah. That like it's like okay, um, this happened. Um, so okay, one time when I was poor, like seriously poor. Yeah. Um, and I say seriously poor, like that's that's a bad term. Okay, I was barely poor. Okay, because I had a job, I had a house, I had a, a lot of things. Okay. But I'm like, I mean, scraping, scraping by. Like, scraping. Um, so, like, to help make up for that, like, I stole food mm. from my place. And then, later on, down, you know, like, I'm like, okay, like, I need this. Like, I, like I'm like, I'm hurting. I use my stove to heat my house. Like my kitchen stove, like to heat my house, um, and it was just like rough, like rough, rough times. Like your head is in a dark place, uh, you know. You don't have that like positive outlook and whatnot. So I stole food, and once I could like find myself in a place to make it right, like. I finally did, and like out of nowhere, I was just like, you know, said here, just take this, just because. I mean, I don't know if it. I mean, I pretty much did an assumption. I'm like, okay, yeah, this is probably good, hmm. and I'm like, you know, to try to make up for it. Yeah. Because it was something that it made me feel horrible. So, and once I got it back into like a better place to fix that, I'm like, all right, like. I should do this because yeah. it'll make me feel better. Sure. Um, yeah, that's awesome. But, I mean, other things, it's just like, you know, uh, I mean, if you can look at, if you can look at yourself and realize that like these aren't ideal things that you're doing and you can change it, fix it, whatever, you know, not do those and do things for the better you know, more power to you. That's good, in my opinion. Right on. Yeah. I like that answer. Yeah, buddy. Um, <clears throat> this one is, well, we'll probably have to go over this a little bit. The question is wordy. Um, what is your opinion about the natural hierarchical order in reference to humanity? Um, I mean, so like, uh, like humans, animals, all this kind of stuff. Like, um, or no, I was speaking uh, like not particularly humans and their okay. dominion over the planet. Or men, whatever, women, exactly. Mm. Or men, men, women. I mean, that's uh, uh you know, that, that's, race, gender, whatever. I mean, so uh, like okay, so a race means nothing to me. Like I'm it. If you're if you're a good person, you're a good person. Right. Yeah. It really doesn't matter to me if you're a man, a woman, anything. Um, I would say, in the society that we're in, um, we're just like we're we're raised and we're taught uh, certain things. So you kind of you have to undo them. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean. With, uh, you know, men, men being on top, then women, then say people of color, like, uh, you know, it's just kind of a, or sometimes it's men, men of color, 
and then women. I mean, just look at what happened with uh, freaking Hillary Clinton. I mean, America is not ready for a woman president. And, and I, you know, when we will be, like, who knows? It's sad. Um, it, uh, it's ridiculous. It's, I mean, um, people should be equal. People, people, in my opinion, should be equal. I don't care if you're a man or a woman or whatever color you are. Um, and it's like, it can be difficult because of all the things that like happen in media, social media, like all that stuff and all the stereotypes that are like put on top of that. They're difficult. You just got to feed through that and make best decisions you can, I guess. Okay. <laughs> that, does that make sense? I, I, sure. Um, how do you, do you, I mean, do you have like a, you think that in the near future we're going to change? Do you think mm. that there, we're at like a precipice where stuff really needs to be decided? Have, mm, I mean, or are we, um, cause some, some like, people feel like that there's been a lot of progress and then, um, at the same time, it seems like the pendulum has swung so far, it's like people are freaking out about it and they yeah. want the pendulum to swing back. I mean, I don't know if it's necessarily in a place where uh, it, it swung so far. I mean, there's been huge progress in the last like years and years and years. Um, but, I mean, there's like so much more to go. To just make it to where it's a thing, and it's not something. Uh, yeah, we, we we have a long way to we have a long way to go. I mean, we're still very just like, you know, um, a long way to go to what? Uh, till it's just everyone is just equal. Well, what does that even look like? I don't know. I don't know. Hmm. I mean, <clears throat> hopefully cool. Like <laughs> hopefully cool. But it's difficult because, like, um, oh God, I was having this thought the other day. I'm like, uh, it's hard sometimes not to sexualize women for me. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, there's just, it, it, it's everywhere. It's uh, everywhere. I know. And so, um, man, I think I stopped, like, I was, like, off of social media for maybe, like, four days or something like that I was uh-huh. just like cool I'm just gonna like put it on pause for a minute and man the second like I got on there and it's just like Jesus like this is just such a like toxic environment so it's like how do you go from saying okay we want like we want equality we want to be taken seriously we want this but yet this whole platform that you're using is just a breeding ground for the opposite of what's you're trying to uh, make happen it's fucked up. Like it's crazy. Um, yeah. It. I, I mean. I don't know. It's tough. I agree. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Gosh. I don't. I mean. I. I could. I could go off on that subject. For I mean, a it's a long, long one. Like has... so. I mean, I'm. I'm from. Okay. So I'm from a military family. Like my dad was military. Mm-hmm. So, uh, for me, uh, being around. People of all different races is just something I've grown up with. Mm-hmm. When I moved here, uh, this is a funny story. So, okay, when I moved to Washington, I lived at Fairchild. Mm-hmm. Um, very eclectic place, wonderful. And then uh, we moved to uh, Mead area. And I went to Mead Junior High and was just like, oh my God. There's so, only white people here. There's <laughs> only white people here. Um there was a one. There was one black kid at our school, and his name was Elvis. I, and do you I, remember that kid? Elvis Singh. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Dude, I totally know Elvis. Oh man, that was so weird. I remember I sent my friend a letter, and yeah. I was just like, "Dude, he was this so place, awesome. This place is crazy. Like, there's just white people everywhere, and there's one person is not white at our school, and his name is Elvis. It's the funniest <laughs> thing." 
and, and I just was like, wow, this is so weird. Like, this is just, yeah, like white, white. It is, everything was white. It was white people everywhere. I, I actually kind of, I, I think about him now and again. I'm like, what happened to him? I don't know. Because yeah. he was a really good guy. I bet. Yeah. I mean, I just look at it as like, I was just like, wow, like, he was the one person that stuck out to me in a freaking sea of white people where I come from California and I'm just like, I'm the minority, you mm-hmm. know? So, um, I feel like if you haven't experienced that, then this question could be very different. Oh, most definitely. You know? Yeah, this, this question goes in so many different ways. Oh, yeah. And I, I talked to someone <laughs> about... Well, it wasn't specifically this, but, you know, it was a little sub-genre of this question. Mm-hmm. And and, um, and and the perspective was really interesting because he said that, well, if you think about whatever time period you are in history, mm-hmm. everything was kind of just going the way that it went during that time and people didn't think about any of that like it was this in lot like 200 years ago women didn't want to have the roles of men mm-hmm. i mean there probably were some women that were like yeah i can do this too dad yeah I'll, I'll, yeah yeah, yeah, it's like, yeah cool yeah sure but for you the got, most part it was like daughter, this is like, your job like it's cool like, and... no i'm gonna i'm gonna stay home and i'm gonna milk the cow and make the butter and yeah. i'm gonna I'm going to sew the clothes that need to be sewn. Mm-hmm. I would much rather do that and have to plow the fields and go hunt and stuff. Yeah. It's like, no, eh, I'm, mm-hmm. I am very content where I am. Um, you know, and, and pro in, in like even further down the line, like there, we, we look at like these atrocious things. I, I mean, I was thinking about, um, like foot binding in China, you know, mm. where these women, to be beautiful or whatever, their feet were all bound up and they were all teeny and they couldn't even put their own weight on them and stuff, so they had to be sitting and moved around and stuff. But the women that that happened to, and, and maybe it was really painful, I don't know. Um, I mean, everybody talks about it now like it, it was probably a horrible thing. Um, maybe it was, but maybe not because they were being served hand and foot too. And they were like the richest of the rich and they were like... It, um, I don't know. It's just it. it it's yeah. so easy to look back at things that have happened and just think, "Oh, this is such social injustice. Everything needs to change." But at the time, it's like it. It maybe didn't need to be changed. Maybe that's just the way that things were going at that time. Well, and I mean, and and now we're <clears throat> in like this this age of of information. So we yeah. so we we change the way that we think about everything. Oh, yeah. I mean, even it's odd if you watch like I don't know if you've seen have you by any chance just like ran across some like old video or something of something that was um like a show from the 80s or something you oh, watch yeah. and you're just like how did they get away with this <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, stuff yeah, yeah. All you know and you're yeah. just like and you're like wow well, like, yeah times but, are different or like but, looney tunes sure know? but yeah. it's just like oh because i mean at that time the mentality was was different it was different and i do know that there's there's always the oppressed that didn't get heard and stuff as well but mm-hmm. but um now I we're just at an age where everything is everywhere all everything the time is everywhere all the time so it's kind of like we like uh cool like as a as how do we humanity, deal with this information what do we yeah. what's the end goal for this right now that we know that everything is everywhere all the time like so What's the, what do we want to do and like let's do that and get there right well and, and that's what everybody thinks it's like we have all these problems we have to solve them yeah and it's like well I don't know I mean maybe they'll just kind of work themselves out we'll you know maybe or maybe we'll people will be you know ingenuity will kick in and and different stuff will pop up and necessity is the mother of invention kind of a situation you yeah. know I don't know but yeah. I, I mean, I, I honestly don't know what to think about this this question because I get frustrated sometimes with people and then at other times I'm just like, well, um, I don't know. Maybe this didn't actually really need to exist and we, we made it exist. It's possible. But maybe not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
I mean, I definitely agree with you is that right now everything is everywhere all the time. So that is a hard thing for, to for, <laughs> for a certain amount of people. But the crazy thing is, is that certain people don't believe that. And certain people are like, uh, certain people have blankets and it's, and it's crazy. So it's crazy to me, but to them, it's not crazy at all. It's you're the crazy one. And I'm just like, uh, I mean, you got brown hair, <laughs> brown eyes, a beard, like, uh, and then this person over here is trying to tell me, no, 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 they're, they're blue eyes and blonde. And I'm just like, eh, you're nuts. Like. It's a weird day and age. It is. Where, uh, I don't know, like this this question ties into like, you know, like what would you fight for? What would you die for? Kind of a thing. 100%. And it's like, yeah. I don't know. Oh, yeah. I, there's a lot. There's, I, I just, there's a lot. Just wanted to hear what where you go with it. I mean, we could go all, we could pimping all over the world with this question. Or not. The last question. Oh, man. And how deep is this one? It actually was meant to be lighthearted, but a lot of people have really taken it. I'll probably do the lightest, so we like it already. What's your theme song? Mm. Yeah. if it's a song I mean it might just be ominous tones <laughs> you know uh, <laughs> I mean, okay in all honesty the first thing that came to my mind and it might be because I just watched this recently was like uh, you know in Kill Bill and it's like like it shows him and it's like the very serious eye uh, oh man dude I don't have it I don't know if I have a theme song. Oh, man, that is so intense. <laughs> what, Kill Bill? <laughs> yeah, I did. Of course, yeah, yeah, it is. Wee, wee. Uh, like yep. Crazy, yep. horrible sound. I love that. It's the RZA, man. Oh, dude. Such a good album. I actually have it on vinyl. My friend had it on vinyl, and I'm like, are we listening to the Kill Bill soundtrack? And he's just like, yep. And I'm like, I'm buying this, like, today. <laughs> like, I actually just bought it. It'll be here tomorrow. Um. Oh man, Oof. theme song, theme song. Yeah. Well, if you don't have one, what's your jam? Like what? Oh, oh. today. Today. Sure. Uh, you'll make fun. Honestly, on the way up here, I was listening to. Uh, at first, I was listening to Roxette. Ooh. And uh, and then I was listening to Eminem. I, so. I don't find anything wrong with it. <laughs> Dude, it was good. And the whole time I was like, man, if Brendan's going to make me listen to fucking Jamiroquai, <laughs> I'm, I'm walking out. I'm, I'm leaving. <laughs> Dude, I listened. To, so, okay. Have you I, ever listened to the bass lines of Jamiroquai songs? No, because I really only just know the one song. Jeez. Oh, <laughs> but I know how much you love them. So. My gosh. And everybody always accentuates it. They're like, Dude, talk about Jamiroquai to Brendan. I'm just like, done. <laughs> uh, so okay, my friend, my friend Andrea, uh, she was going off about how, uh, like her her, uh, she always listens to like the weekly, um, you know, if you like this, check this out on, on yeah, um, Spotify, and so I hadn't listened to it in quite a while. I've been really let's see lately, since the Grammys, I listened to the Billie Eilish album. Have you heard that album? I've heard cuts some of it's kind of cool I mean I like it I think it's very artistic but I was very upset that Maggie Rogers did not win Best New Artist because she's just amazing she just like takes my freaking soul and just rips it into pieces I know nothing about the Grammys oh yeah Maggie Rogers amazing Mm. Mm. but let's see Sundays I listen to Indian Goat before soccer I play soccer on Sundays and that's like my uh, drive hella fast on the freeway, get ready to play soccer jams. Like, love those guys. They're fucking, they're so good. Hmm. Um, uh, 
Other than that, I mean, <laughs> I feel like somebody just the other day was just like, you listen to just about everything in here in the, in the tap room. I think I was listening to Chromio Radio, oh, I like Tiger Army Radio, Ghost and Observatory Radio. You, you like Chromio? Hell it's like yeah. super funky. I love Chromio. I've seen Chromio, uh, I've seen him like multiple times in Seattle, Portland, uh, Missoula, here. It's like, um, I don't know, it's not a dude, is it? It's, like, it's, it's the two, two guys. guys. Yeah, it's yeah. a duo. So you the got the guitar player guy yep. and the guy in the keys that plays with, yep, the, yep, with the dog box, wah, yeah, Pete Thug. Oh yeah, dude, he's the best. Um, <laughs> yeah, have you? Is cool. Dude, they are so Super good. Super funky. Um, uh, Canadian, right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like they're from. I want to say Montreal, but I don't think that's right. Hmm. Um, we'll say New York. I think they're from New York, Canada. Like, I think they live quite a bit in New York. Oh. Um, but yes, they are from Canada. And I think it's probably Montreal. Could be Toronto. I'm not sure. Uh, I love Chromeo, dude. Like, Chromeo, I've been listening to them since the Fancy Footwork album. And they're so good. I actually have, like, probably three of their vinyls. Oh, that's awesome. Dude, they're so good. When, yeah. they, were, when they came to town uh, last summer, me and a friend of mine... And his lady, we drove and saw them in Missoula, and where were they in, in Missoula? Um, the Kettle at, House no, Amphitheater. No, at uh, uh, the Wilma. Oh, the Wilma, yeah. Dude, the Wilma's sick. What Is a it? cool venue! Heck yeah, it's super awesome. The Flaming Lips are playing there before they come here. Uh, go see them. Are go you? see them there. I got tickets for here already. Dude, go, don't go to both. <laughs> <laughs> like that's what we did. So we went and saw them in Missoula. Uh, we had a great time, like such a badass venue. And then they came here the next night, and I, I definitely feel like the Missoula show was better than here. Hmm. Um, Where did they play? Here? Yeah. At the Knit. Oh. Which was fine. I got super, I got super fucked up. Hmm. It was great. Uh, it was a good show. Hmm. I got a lot of good memories. I got a lot of good Chromium memories. Uh, but let's see. I mean, I listen to just about everything. Uh, do the new Eminem album? Yeah. Have you heard it yet? No. Mm. I didn't even know he put mm-hmm. out a new album. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's back, huh? Oh, yeah. Yes, yeah. he's back. Yeah, back again. Uh, he's got a new song with uh, Anderson Pock. Dude, oh, it's so good. So, oh, let's right see. On. I've been listening to some Eminem. Uh, I was listening to Arctic Monkeys. I don't know. Kind of a lot of regular, just old stuff. New stuff, though. A lot of Eminem. Billie Eilish. Uh, who else? Roddy Rich. Hmm. A lot of rap music. Hey, cool. I don't necessarily have a theme song. Me neither. I love and music. That's fine. I, I think it's cool when people do yeah. actually have a theme song, but it doesn't matter. No. Right on. No. I mean, I'm like trying to think. No, not so much. There's just too much good music out there. It's just like beer. Like, what's your favorite beer? And I'm like, the beer in my hand. Yep. You know? What's your favorite song? The one I'm listening to right now. It's good. Cool. Well, that's it, man. Thank you for the awesome beer. Cheers, amigo. Booyah. Happy birthday. Thanks. Mm Mm-hmm.